0: They have a lot of money, these unions, and if they really wanted to fight something, they could. So I was really puzzled as to why the unions were just Mm -hmm. kind of going along with the company. For the very first time in history, we have a union and a company just making decisions together. None of this makes sense to me.
1: Hey, how you doing? J-Man here, and thank you for having it locked to another episode of the Launchpad Podcast, a platform for free speech and a place for people to speak freely. Very happy to have this young lady on the program. Her name is Josie. She's one of the main organizers for Posties for Freedom. And if you haven't heard of it, That's okay. I hadn't heard of it either, which is why she reached out to me. She was most recently on top of Parliament Hill uh, doing her thing as part of the three-week convoy non-occupation. Thank you for being here, Josie.
0: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So number one, just tell us what Posties for Freedom is all about in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so Posties for Freedom came together when um, a group of employees that work for Canada Post were feeling a lack of support, a lack of um, clarity around mandates and you know what was being uh, put upon us. So um, a lot of people got together and we just started uh, having Zoom calls and supporting each other and just You know, it started with just sharing our experiences about feeling the way that we were feeling. And then it kind of turned into trial and error with the attestation line. And it just bloomed into a beautiful community of people that get together and talk about what's going on and how to help each other.
1: Okay. So you were a permanent employee. You've been there for how many years?
0: I started in 2008. So this would be my 14th year.
1: Okay. Canada Post?
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So
0: I was a management employee. So um, well, I still technically am. uh, But I was a management employee. And then I was part of the union at my very start of Canada Post at my career there. Um, And then I moved my way on up to uh, head office. And I started working in customer service in 2019.
1: Okay, so work me through the process here. You're working, everything's normal. I'm sure you start to hear about mandates. Uh, maybe not so much about having to be vaccinated. So at one point you start hearing about vaccinations. Now I know with nurses, they were allowed to test for a little bit. They tried to work around things. Ultimately that didn't happen. Was testing ever an option for you guys or was it get vaccinated or get out of here?
0: Yeah. So that's a really interesting question. I can answer it in two parts. So the first part is no, we weren't given the option to test. So um, if we, you were to attest that you would uh, be getting vaccinated uh, for the deadline um, or that you would be getting job for the deadline, then they would allow you to test for that period of time. Um, if you were to ask for an accommodation, they would allow you to test for that period of time up until they decide whether or not they accept or deny your accommodation. But if you were to uh, say that you do not want to disclose your personal medical information, you would not be allowed to work and you would not be given the option to test to continue working.
1: Wow. Okay. So,
0: do <laughs> you have a family? I do. I'm a single mom. I have a young son. Um, this was really hard for me, but uh, obviously, I decided that I wasn't the best choice for me to go along with this new um practice because instead of using the word policy they used the word practice right um so yeah it was a pretty difficult decision from for me to to make for sure it put a lot of pressure on me and a lot of my colleagues as well
1: and any empathy coming from the other side at all were there people that you were working with that were talking about like this isn't right or was it like a lot of other cases to where everyone has their own story some people are just afraid to speak out period they're worried about their jobs and is that maybe why your group was created in regards to like the chat groups and stuff like that that you were being ostracized and feeling like you didn't have a place
0: yeah you pretty much nailed it on the head there but I mean for me on a personal level it was more of um when the policy email came out it was uh, the end of october and the deadline was going to be the end of november and when the policy email came out um the following monday because it came out on a friday um the following monday i was on my team meeting of about 50 people um and you know my director was in that meeting my direct boss was in that meeting everybody that we work with on our team was in that meeting and I addressed the whole meeting and I said, you know, mandates are wrong. Um, You know, if you support this, you're supporting people dying from one cause and not another. And um, I just, you know, I I was puzzled as to somehow some of these people I've been working with for 13 some years were just sitting there like as if nothing was happening. And it was just some, it was just some normal Monday morning. Um, So I spoke up during my team meeting and I had one message, one message from the sidebar out of like the 50 people on my team saying, um, "I support you and I understand what you're going through right now and I agree with you." So from that moment on, I felt pretty alone. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I work on a small team of six people, but uh, we all roll up to a team of, of 50 people and or so, and and I felt really like alone. So. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to try and find other people, maybe um, here in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's going to be easy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I went on the Telegram groups and, uh, you know, I went on to Facebook. I went to try and find other people that were like-minded with me that were employees of the Canada Post going through the same thing. Because it was pretty unique uh, what was happening to us, Canada Post employees. Um, you know, for me, I work from home. So I was shocked when right. this was I was just shocked. I felt like, what is this? Um, So yeah, so that's kind of how it all kind of came on and my personal take on it.
1: Right. Well, it is kind of bizarre. I remember even seeing at one point that if people wanted to take uh, their school curriculum online, they had to be vaccinated. It just seems like there's so many broken conduits. It it just, at least people most definitely scratching their head. Some kind of make sense and I could see how they would be in there. Others just seem to be completely fractured from reality. Now, I I want to move into your more recent experience of being around a whole bunch of like-minded individuals, and that would be uh, the convoy. It's a shame that it ended the way that it did, but it had to end. So in regards to your appearance at the convoy and being able to speak on stage on behalf of Posties for Freedom, what was the message that you wanted to convey?
0: Well, the message that I wanted to convey during my speech was more to highlight the fact that um, Canada Post was no uh, innocent uh, uh, bully in this. Um, I wanted to highlight the fact that there are four unions that work outside of Canada Post representing over half of the staff are are actually represented by a union, which none of the collective agreements have any of this in them. Um, The way that it was presented to employees from the unions was that, well, there's not much we can do. It was very much get the job complete. Um, you know the atmosphere in the workplace was very much get the job or comply Um, it was just there wasn't that 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 support from the union of 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 people communicating with their membership and I think that was my big part of the speech where I felt like here are these people who are making millions of dollars every year off of members of Canada Post and they get to do whatever the heck they want with that money. They get to support political parties. They get to, um, you know, do their legal stuff, their grievances. They they have a lot of money, these unions. And if they really wanted to fight something, they could. So I was really puzzled as to why the unions were just mm-hmm. kind of going along with the company. For the very first time in history, we have a union and a company Right. just making decisions together yeah. this is what's best for the people and it just none of this makes sense to me and you know i'm not a, i don't I, i'm not a unionized employee so it's even more difficult for me to understand but the 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 members that are paying this union right now and and even some of them are having a hard time getting their dues waived uh-huh. and they're having to jump through these hoops and and I'm just ashamed, I was just ashamed of the unions, I'm ashamed of the employers. So, you know, my speech at the Convoy was really to bring some light as to what's going on here because um, I really dedicated my life to Canada Post. I worked there since I was 18 years old and still have a bunch of other posties. And I just don't think that it's, I don't think it's in the right, um, I don't think it's in the right to be doing what they're doing not to give us any options. Right. And so, I really wanted people to know that. I wanted people to know because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people think that Canada Post employees um, for some reason weren't included in this, or, you know, if you work from home, it's okay. You don't have to. Uh, And no, we all had to abide by this, this crazy policy that none of us feel um, has even brought any benefit to the company. I know I'm ranting on, but I want to give you one more piece of of information Um, since the mandate come into, since the mandate was put into place in November 29th, Canada Post had an increase of 3,000 cases um, inside. It just, and then they started offering testing to all of the employers still at work. And so all of us were sitting here at home on unpaid leave, ready and willing to work, and nobody was there for us. Yeah. It's very, it's weird. I don't, I so this is my message to the, where are you?
1: There's been a lot of, uh, contradictions in regards to people working in the healthcare space, even if they tested positive for COVID, but weren't showing symptoms, they were allowed to go into work where non-vaccinated people that were perfectly healthy. Couldn't, uh, I use the analogy of, let's say you have the population, 100% of people, and then, you know, 15% of the population, they're criminals, right? So that would be the unvaccinated. And you say, you know what, we want to get rid of all the crime. So you take those criminals and you put them in prison, right? And then, like, crime still continues to go through the roof. And then you still blame the 15% of criminals that you just put in prison. Like, you eliminated them from the equation, and somehow you're still blaming them uh, for the problem. So, as we know, as we well know, uh, you know, transmission is the same whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. That's what the science is showing. Uh, And if we had to use Test groups, there's a lot of examples just like that one to where you eliminated people through mandates and it did not stop the cases from rising. Now, here's something that you have in common with the truckers is that with a lot of uh, Mail Post and Canada Post employees, uh, many of them deliver. It's a very isolated type job, right? And now you're not even dropping off mail at people's front doorstep. You're using these communal. Mailboxes. So that must have come into conversation, I'm assuming.
0: Uh n- nothing came into conversation. Uh we were just told to comply and that's it. Um, it didn't matter if you work from home, if you deliver mail, um, it didn't matter. So we were all split at the start of the panic. We were all split up, right? Um, we were sent if you worked in an office, you were sent home to work from home. And if you were, a, you know, we call them feet on the street. Um, so if you were a worker working on the street, um, you know, you had to, number one, figure out, you know, your child's care and then number two, you had to um, come in, do the PPE for a while and then um, social distancing was put into place right away. So they tried to um, stagger the shifts. Um, so they, they took a lot of steps to, at first, um, I think isolate employees and and they were supposed to be public health measures. But I mean, at the end of the day, they were isolating measures as well as maybe public health measures.
1: Yeah. Can I just jump in there, Josie? I'm just curious. I'm sure you guys have sought legal counsel is what they're doing in regards to putting you on paid leave or sorry, unpaid leave. Is that legal? I just saw something on television the other day and it was a lawyer talking about how in a lot of these cases this could potentially lead to some legal action can you speak on that
0: uh so for legal action i think a lot of people are scared to take legal action they don't know how to Uh, so part of what we're doing is is trying to figure out all of the moving pieces of taking legal action from what we understand no this is not legal um but unfortunately when you have uh you know 90 some percent of the workforce that's complied it's difficult because you are kind of swimming against the current uh but you know i i'm confident that uh we will be able to bring some sort of action forward for those folks that have been on leave without pay since november 29. uh those folks uh, it's been three full months that they have not had a paycheck so we're hoping to be able to uh to do something.
1: Right. And any likelihood that now that these vaccine passports are null and void or for businesses anyways that choose to employ them or not, is there a likelihood that maybe you get your jobs back?
0: I wish I could answer yes to that. Uh, We did see communication that went out to all employees. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago now stating that uh, though provincial mandates were being lifted, uh, this does not apply to Canada Post employees. We are federally regulated and so therefore no mandates and no the practice would not be revised at, that, right. at this time.
1: Okay, and are you following this uh, digital ID? Does that play a role at all in regards to what's happening with you guys and your potential future?
0: I'm really uncertain how it applies to us. I would hope that Canada Post does the right thing um, and that the unions push for the right thing and that they do their duty to represent. But um, I have a feeling that it is going to turn probably into that. But again, that's speculation on my part. I, I, I don't know.
1: Okay. And how has this affected you? personally, you know, you're, you're a single mom of one, you know, it's a good job. I'm sure you're making some, some decent money after being there for quite some time. And then, you know, you just kind of caught with your, with your boots off. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say pants down. That's, that is not appropriate.
0: Uh, That's but you know what I mean? thing. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you know h- how has this uh, affected you emotionally I- I'm-, I'm sure that you know you mourn your your job you, you have to worry about how you're going to be able to provide for uh, the thing that matters most to you and then you know lastly you also have to take care of you
0: yeah I mean thanks for asking that I'm trying not to let it get to me too much um yeah, it's been heavy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think the last three, uh, sorry, the three weekends, the first three weekends of the convoy brought me great joy. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to see people hug each other, um, being able to just enjoy being around people uh, with, you know, feeling scared to be around a stranger. Um, you know, it, it that was really hard. Um, you know, I would say that's probably the top of the roller coaster ride. And then, you know, the bottom has really been, uh, you know, these, we've been let down time after time at Posties for Freedom. Uh, We've had some hopes along the path since November that have not uh, materialized. Uh, And I think this is what's really hard on me personally, I think, um, because like I said, I'm not unionized. So um, I take more of a neutral approach when it comes to this, but it's, all of the posties for freedom that are in the group that I really have uh, my heart for. Um, I feel really confident in my ability to be able to uh, provide for my son. Uh, does it stop to go down paycheck uh, 60% for sure? Um, I, I'm, I'm not even sure uh, what to do next. Uh, I'm a little bit confused, but uh you know i know i'm not giving you a clear answer but that's really where i'm at you know my brain bounces back and forth every right. single day uh you know i i wish i could go back to my job i wish that it could be what it was before i was a really hard worker before i had really high work ethics um i just don't know what's in store for me next and i think that's the most scary part uh, but you know being a part of a really strong family i'm able to uh, help my dad out a little bit and you know. Just get mm-hmm. by a little bit while mm-hmm. I'm, while I'm waiting for something to change.
1: Right. It's like a, a dysfunctional relationship, an abusive relationship in between, it is. you know, you and your employer or you and government and everything that's happening right now. And a lot of us have been in that situation where we think that maybe someone's being unfaithful with us. And that's how I feel right now about the government and a lot of the things that are happening to people around me and people that I care about, uh, people like yourself. And the one thing people generally want to know in that situation is just, you know, is he cheating on me? Like, you know, is she cheating on me? I just want to know. And you'll go to great lengths just to know what's worse than the cheating itself is not knowing. And we're all living in this perpetual cycle of not knowing if we're being cheated on. But we know, we know we're, ch- we're checking the government's phone. It's like, who's, who's this? <laughs> Who did you take out to dinner last night?
0: <laughs> who's calling us? Who's calling us? Right. No, you're right. You're right. It's definitely one of those things. Um, I think the thing with with these mandates and, you know, even the masking is is like the impacts it's had on my son. Um, like he doesn't know what his teachers look like behind that mask. He doesn't know when they're smiling. Um, you know, it's 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 one thing to, you know, work from home for a year and a half and then, you know, kind of experience some turbulence with 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 my employment um but tied in with everything else that we have to deal with right now is people like you said the government the, you know for me it's daycare it's uh it's everything it's school signing him up what do i sign him up for school next year uh you know i think in record numbers people are pulling uh kids out of school and and finding pods for them so i think we're starting to see a shift in in, in people's decisions and i think that the more people that just open their heart and open their eyes to the truth. Mm -hmm. um, And this goes for any, it's not just for posties for freedom or anything. It's just for everybody. It's just open your heart and open your mind to the truth Mm -hmm. so that the rug doesn't get pulled out from underneath you again, because I believe moving forward, we're going to have to fight every step of the way for everything that we lost. And then some more.
1: Right. Hey, some good news. I was able to have coffee inside a place today.
0: Nice! Isn't that exciting?
1: <laughs> yeah I was like aroused the whole time. <laughs> I I, did my, I can't
0: wait to go snowboarding.
1: Yeah I did my best to make people a little bit uncomfortable too. I'm like I'm inside! <laughs> Maybe they didn't know. It's like we're out of the cage now so we're going to enjoy life to the fullest. Uh, so anyways if people want to know more about Posties for Freedom Josie where do they go?
0: Well if I would just ask if you know somebody that works for Canada Post that's struggling with what's going on right now that you think may benefit from a community of people that get together, we get together twice a week, we chat, uh, we t- share our experiences. Um, so you would go to postiesforfreedom.ca or tell your friend um, or loved one that uh, postiesforfreedom.ca is there for them. Um, right now, we just have it for uh, Canada Post employees, of course, but um, you know, we're starting to see uh, people reach out from PureLater and, and other, uh, you know, courier companies. So uh, it could be interesting to see what the next uh, couple of months brings. But yeah, so go to postiesforfreedom.ca and tell all of your loved ones who work at Canada Post about us. Um, we're a community of wonderful employees that are there supporting each other. And um, we have group chats. We, uh, we have games. So yeah, it's just a real big community of love. And um, we're always welcoming more.
1: Well, thank you very much for your time, Josie. Appreciated, appreciate it. And thank I want to give so some... A, no problem. Thank you for making me aware so I can share this and potentially uh, we can help other people that might be in similar situations. Uh, in saying goodbye, I want to give a big shout out to my sponsor, Galant Media, also the title sponsor of Showcase Events and Showcase in Petawawa, uh, something that I have an invested interest in. After two years, we can finally have a leisure slash trade show in Petawawa, Ontario. So we're really excited about that. Showcase in Petawawa.ca if you are a vendor and you would like to take part up and around about 10,000 people through the doors in three days. Uh, so make sure to check out that. As well as all my other sponsors at thelaunchpadpodcast.com, and if you have not subscribed as of yet, why haven't you? Do it right now and support a platform for free, a platform for free speech. You take care, be well, and love simply because you can.